Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Vinit Khanna, who is the founder of Super Tales, uh, which is building a digital pet care platform that uh, offers expert-led healthcare services and products. Uh, hi, Mr. Vinit. Welcome to ELI. Hi, Priya, and hi uh, to everybody tuning in to listen to the ELI podcast. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Looking forward to the discussion. Uh, honor is all ours. Uh, I, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself. Uh, and when you introduce, tell us a little bit about your background uh, prior to entrepreneurship. And, you know, you can, you can tell us a little bit about your childhood as well. We'd love to hear that. Super. Uh, so hi, everyone. I'm Vineet Khanna. I come from the city of Kanpur, born and brought up there, uh, a small town boy, uh, if you may call it. Uh, uh, went on to do my engineering from NIT Nagpur. Uh, I am an electrical engineer. Uh, straight away went on to do my MBA from IIM Lucknow. Uh, this is 2009. Uh, joined a large company, uh, which was the Tata Group. So I am a part of the uh, Tata Administrative Services Program. Was with the Tata Group for about five and a half years. Worked with companies like Titan, Tata Motors uh, and Tata Housing. Uh, uh, there was an urge to join startups and that to e-commerce back in 2014. So yeah, Tata Group, even with its 120 companies at that point in time, wasn't doing e-commerce. Tata Click had not been formed. Uh, so joined Snapdeal in 2014. Again, it was a startup. Uh, uh, that is where my supply chain journey uh, started. Started with setting up the transportation network. Went on to head warehousing at Snapdeal and one, then was heading the entire fulfillment at Snapdeal. Uh, 2017, I joined another exciting startup uh, called Licious. Uh, Licious is a story well known. It was became the yeah. first D2C unicorn uh, uh, of the country. Uh, joined them pretty early, uh, was involved in the entire, you know, you can say one to hundred kind of a growth journey was looking after supply chain again, uh, looking at last mile delivery, micro market expansion, uh, as well as infrastructure development. Uh, come 2020, uh, you know, Alicious was on the you know right side of the pandemic. Demand went through the roof. We chased it, uh, you know, well enough. Uh, but after having done that, there was this uh, feeling that I think, uh, you know, all three of us had, we all were working together at Licious uh, and that we, we feel it's like, you know, when you've scaled something as difficult as a Mount Everest, when you come back home, you, you feel a void and you yeah. feel that there needs to be something very exciting to fill that void. Uh, we obviously had uh, theories around pet care, which I'll talk about, you know, during the discussion. Uh, but it, it was that void that needed to be fulfilled and um, we felt only, uh, you know, starting something of our own could give us the excitement uh, that was equal to what we had done in the early phases of COVID trying to scale up Licious. Uh, so yeah, that led us, that was one large trigger which led all three of us to uh, start supertales.com. Uh, Supertales is an integrated pet care uh, digitally first platform which takes care of, uh, you know, all the primary uh, needs of a Gen Z and millennial pet parent. Uh, in India, pet care is, uh, is, is growing largely on the backing of the Gen Z and the millennial adopting more pets. Uh, so we take care of all the primary needs from their supplies to their healthcare consultations, as well as their behavior and training consultations. These constitute the 
so as to say roti kapda and makan of of this category uh, so that's that's what uh, super tales uh, you know takes care of so uh, when you were uh, planning on uh, building uh, super tales uh, the how did how did you formulate the hypothesis of this venture i mean was it because you uh, your background in pets do do you own pets or do you have orientation towards pets or was it because of uh, you know large market that is you know lying vacant in india so actually all of it uh, obviously have been a pet parent uh, you know back in my uh, you know hometown as well as uh, you know even now in bangalore uh, but what was interesting was we were looking at categories to enter and we saw you know what what happens when the gdp of a country increases interestingly in india uh, you know while people earn money in india one more interesting thing happens is that people marry later okay. uh, now when people marry later uh, you would have seen you know our grandparents would have gotten married at a different age we you know our parents at a different one and you know today even getting uh, married earlier than 30 is considered very early uh, so uh, people if they are marrying a, a later they have more disposable income they will spend on themselves uh what is also means is uh, in parallel in india the fertility rate is is dropping considerably uh, yeah. so which means lesser number of children uh, as well uh but there is one interesting thing about humans we are all uh, slaves of our hormones and there is this hormone called oxytocin which each one of us needs uh, mm. which comes from companionship loving kissing and relationships mm. now if you're not marrying and you're not having children uh, what is the next obvious best thing Mm-hmm. uh it's not pets it's actually dating and which is why in 2017 18 uh, you know tinder bumble and all those companies came into the country and you know made uh, there is a lot of um, adoption that happened mm-hmm. but when covid happened uh, and we had this theory that the next best thing to solving for oxytocin is uh, our pets and this is you know well researched they solve for mental health they solve for companionship etc but when covid happened this theory was uh, you know only in our mind there was no white paper or research paper written on it uh, but what we saw was when there was lockdown uh, the next best thing that people could have done was again dating because you know people were lonely they were at home etc but even that couldn't happen because even tinder and bumble was not available it was a physical lockdown mm. uh, so logically people should have kept more pets and yes we did see that uh, you know early 2020 the second quarter uh, after the first lockdown uh, when we tried to reach to our vets for their usual you know checkup and appointments we were not getting appointments and we asked our vets and they said here people have just kept pets left right and center in fact we are hiring vets mm-hmm. uh, so it is you know for an entrepreneur it is a very exciting thing that you have a theory and we had this theory you know almost Uh, from 2017 and when you see it play play out right in front of you it is very very tempting to you know not go for it obviously uh, we were passionate pet parents which was an added uh, you know advantage and an added uh, variable for us to you know jump into this uh, category but the opportunity was so beautiful that we felt that uh, this is a category which is going to grow uh, you know even far and beyond covid uh which we are seeing now and that was the right. reason for us to enter the category yeah just to add on to your point i think uh, i i was working for uh, a veterinary software company 
and uh, mm -hmm. i was doing some research around the same point just, you just mentioned when countries tend to you know, grow in gdp uh, they tend the pet adoption the number of pets per person tends to increase and that happened with china uh, recently yeah. so yeah i think that, that that adds to your hypothesis uh, having said that tell us uh, so uh, for pet industry, there is a existing infrastructure, existing ecosystem in place. Uh, for example, there is a you know lot lot of uh, veterinarians, veterinary hospitals, chains, and pet food products and uh, other pro uh, products as well. So uh, the type of uh, venture you are trying to build is it a you know uh, uh, tried and tested model in other markets? How did you get this idea as as in you know? There are a lot of things you can do in the pet industry, but the kind of what what is it that you are trying to build uh, with Super Tales? Uh, yeah, very interesting. It took us a lot of time to you know understand what is going to be the right model for India. Uh, now, interestingly, why uh, you know we could not take complete inspiration from the West and other countries was that. Uh, you know, like consider an example of US, which is more than one hundred and thirty billion dollar pet care market. Uh, but over there, you know, A, 67% of the households have pets. Uh, B, more than 80% of the pet parents over there are second or third time pet parents. Hmm. Whereas in India, the penetration is less than 10% or closer to 10% at this point in time. Uh, as well as more than 90% of the pet parents who are adopting pets are first time pet parents. Which means the problem of an Indian pet parent is going to be very different from that of you know anybody else. Mm -hmm. Now, earlier there was, so in US, you might have a 35-year-old or a 45-year-old adopting a pet because it is their second pet. But in India, this growth is coming from Gen Z and a millennial who might not be married, but is feels that he has become responsible, he or she has become responsible enough to take care of another living being. Now imagine this 25-year-old bachelor, let's say, uh, who lives in Indranagar in Bangalore, decides to keep a dog. Mm. Uh, now, which is where we, you know, they follow a very interesting concept called the Dunning-Kruger, which means the less you know, the more co confident you are. So mm. uh, this person is extremely confident that their mental life will change. There may they'll probably get more right swipes on tinder etc when they will get a pet home when they mention themselves as a pet uh you know dad mm. uh and they bring the pet home uh now imagine consider this compared to a baby care uh, scenario wherein when you decide to bring you know have a baby it is about eight months that you are mentally physically and the entire ecosystem is uh prepared mm. uh, also there is a lot of wisdom in the family there is a chachi nani tai masi uh, you know, sorry if we were being gender specific there, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so, yeah, that all exists. But uh, this person, when they, they bring the pet home, they are high on confidence. And within six to nine hours, mm -hmm. you know, they, they face the reality. You know, managing a living being and that to a baby, uh, 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 similar to a baby is not easy. You know, there are yeah. on day one, you will have the dog, you know, scratching the sofa, you know, biting on the shoes, peeing and pooping everywhere. We don't know what to feed. We don't know how to vaccinate. There's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, unknown areas. Mm. And uh, then you also know that as the, you know, time passes by, the end state is that of love and companionship. And there is a lot of love sitting there. 
सो वॉट वी सेट इन इन इंडिया इफ वी वर टू सॉल्व समथिंग वी वर सॉल्व फॉर दिस फेज एंड विच वी इन थ्योरी टर्म्स वी कॉल इट द वैल्यू ऑफ डिस्पेयर इफ वी कैन शैलो दिस वैल्यू ऑफ डिस्पेयर यू नो वी कैन सॉल्व फॉर पेट पेरेंटहुड फॉर द इंडियन पेट पेरेंट हु इज फर्स्ट टाइम what what was interesting was also it is during this phase itself is that a lot of abandonment happens mm-hmm. uh, and you know so it is if we solve for this there will be more people encouraged to to become pet parents you know provided we become big and you know pet care even grows in india uh, so that was the vision that was the thought with which we said if we can solve for making the pet parenthood enjoyable and wholesome rather than troublesome and leading to abandonment mm-hmm. that is what you know super tales would do uh, what it also meant was that we will need to solve the most important problems and all of them together so in us you might have a veterinary chain which might you know run independently there might be a food brand uh, in pet nutrition which might run independently there might be a d2c uh you know online platform you know, you know a vertical platform like chewy which exists mm. separately so there are many verticals of a vertical but when the size of the market is small when the market is not as evolved uh typically it need it would get built together and that was the idea with which we built supertales.com which is why it is an integrated uh pet care destination wherein you find supplies uh as well as uh, you know their primary services and when i mean primary services these are healthcare and uh, and behavior training uh not the secondary services which could be grooming walking sitting etc abandonment won't happen because of grooming not available mm-hmm. but abandonment might happen because the dog is not trained or is not getting a uh, proper healthcare uh, so with this thought process supertales was built and uh, to be very honest because the problem of india is unique uh, the business model is also slightly unique which is a combination of products and services uh, and which is why we could not take a very direct inspiration from anybody outside got it uh, the next question that comes to my mind is uh, how do the, you gave example of the 25 year old who was adopted a dog so uh, they face a lot of challenges they they you know probably uh, searching everywhere for a solution how do they discover super tales what, what is the you know journey they 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 take so a lot of places uh, priya uh, see this 25 year old is also a digitally active digitally savvy individual uh, so they will be there uh, there is uh, somebody is in a, and is digitally active who they, who do they go out to obviously they go out to fellow pet parents and ask from them but the chances over here that the fellow pet parent is also a first time pet parent and in the same boat are also high which means you don't get too many right answers immediately because information is limited and there is a large gap the next thing that they do is 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 go to go over the internet go to google go to you know lesser more to google lesser to maybe facebook and instagram but try to ask and you know find these questions they will probably go to kora they will probably go to other uh, you know blogs etc and try to find this information so what we do is obviously we make ourselves available uh, you know on all these platforms so that they can discover super tales if you are searching for any query not just for 
you know, just the transactional keywords like buying dog food or buying, you know, uh, dog collars, etc. But for informational keywords as well. Uh, so we will be available there. We have answered more than 2000 questions on Quora, which is, you know, people asking about how do they, you know, take care of their pet, what to feed, what not to feed, etc, etc. Uh, so we need to first fulfill the information gap in this category for us to make people aware about us. And then because the, what we are giving them as a solution is the right one, they will develop trust with us. And then obviously the transaction becomes coincidental uh, and the transaction happens. Mm -hmm. uh, so various platforms, whether be it offline communities, online communities like Quora, uh, you know, Instagram, etc., transactional platforms like Google uh, or wherever the this digitally active person is, we will need to be present to find that person and, you know, bring him uh, into the platform. Once he is on the platform, we will take care of his uh, other than product needs also. Uh, we have a very unique concept called a pet relationship manager, uh, you know, who gets in touch with the customer understands his or her problems with respect to pet parenthood, introduces them to a vet, which is, a, you know, a, a medical expert or a behavior expert, which solves the problem of that pet parent. And then the trust on the platform increases significantly. Uh, so it's, it's not just a very, uh, uh, you know, a simple one. Uh, it is a very integrated uh, uh, solution. Uh, wherein you need to solve for information as well as uh, for supplies. Give us a, a perspective on how big is the platform right now? What is the scale uh, in terms of how many pet owners come to your platform? Uh, how many agents are there to help? Uh, what's the, How many brands do you know, uh, engage with you? Super. So Priya, we have, uh, uh, by God's grace, we have uh, we've already become the largest assortment of verticalized pet care in the country. So we have more than 12,000 SKUs. Uh, uh, we have a customer base in excess of one and a half lakh pet parents now. Uh, we are more than a hundred crore annualized run rate, uh, you know, brand. Uh, so which clearly shows that, you know, the market was underserved what, you know, to some extent we are doing is received well by the pet parents, our uh, retention numbers look good, you know, all, all the, the metrics in which, uh, you know, you, you feel that, you know, you are doing something right. Obviously, we've just scratched the surface. The market is a billion dollar market at this point in time, growing at a more than 20% CAGR year on year. Not many categories enjoy that kind of a growth at this point in time. Uh, so yeah, the future is bright. I think what we are doing uh, the first two years and we are just two years old, the first two years clearly show that yes, we have been able to make a uh, uh, you know, a reasonable, I would not say significant, but a reasonable uh, impact in the category. Uh, and yeah, we just need to continue solving problems of pet parents. And I think uh, hopefully we'll become a larger company. Got it. So now we will uh, uh, try to cover uh, the personal side of uh, being an entrepreneur. So tell us when did the entrepreneurial bug came into your you, when, when did you start thinking about entrepreneurship and uh, wh why what made you leave Tata Group which is such a stable brand and very few people leave Tata Group uh, in the first place Priya you know whenever uh, when I joined TAS you know 
two things uh, I learned over there. You know, first was people management because, you know, TAS is a program wherein you work with, you know, people at times you who are older than you you know you might have people in your team who are older and more experienced than you so that was a big learning phase for me as to how, and i it was my first job uh, so it was a very big learning phase for me uh, also i understood how do companies operate and as i was going through the journey i understood that i was a person who really wanted uh, an action or you know an input to result into an output and uh, you know while I would not say ASAP, but as quickly as possible so that you know what is to be done and what is not to be done. What that part of my professional career taught me uh, was, you know, how to uh, work with people. But what when at the moment I joined, you know, smaller organizations or startups, I understood that, you know, it teaches you so many more things, which is not what is to be done, but what is not to be done more uh, because you have a lot of leeway in doing experiments every day. And I, I always, I'm a person who always, you know, enjoys experimentation as a company. Also, we have a culture of experimentation. Once I started understanding that, you know, by just doing five experiments, either I'm making one of it successful or I'm making five choices out of my consideration set. If they are not working, I will arrive at the right thing sooner than later. Mm. Uh, and that was one very important element of saying it because entrepreneurship is all about trying, all about, uh, you know, finding a problem, all about solving a problem by doing a lot of experimentation. Problem solving was something which, uh, which came uh, as, uh, you know, a, a very, very, very nice, uh, you know, thing whenever I worked with startup, it, it, it was always very rewarding, very satisfying, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's from where entrepreneurship started. Uh, and uh, quite honestly, nobody in my family had been an entrepreneur. Uh, so yeah, it had to, you know, start from me uh, itself. Uh, and once I found people on the journey, uh, so Varun, who's one of my co-founder, I've known him for 15 years. He was my junior at campus. And we would only discuss, okay, what does it mean to solve a problem and solve a problem through a, an organization, which is your own. Yeah. Uh, then we met Aman on our journey at Licious. Uh, you know, we were, uh, you know, solving problems again together. Uh, I think entrepreneurship also comes with the fact of, you know, the having the comfort of doing it with people around with you uh, professionally and personally, all three of us knew each other so well. Uh, it was like we had dated so long enough that it was uh, almost inevitable to get married. Uh, mm. And, you know, then when, you know, professional uh, uh, thought processes align, uh, you know, the vision aligns, the way we, uh, you know, work while it might be complementary to each other, but together as a group, all of that aligned. I think it entrepreneurship does not happen. At least it not happened to me on one fine day. It was a, you know, a journey, uh, you know, right from a very established Tata group to working with startups, then having working with people whom I was comfortably comfortable in trying out new things. All of this uh, led to, you know, taking this plunge. Got it. Uh, speaking of people, so w what happens is, uh, let's say you got lucky while uh, finding founders, co-founders, but w what about the next level people? How how did you convince them to pursue uh, this dream with you? Uh, 
i mean uh, when when you did not have funding or you didn't have you know a, a clear model in mind or or maybe you had a clear thing in mind but there was no reality around it how did you convince them how did you motivate them so uh, perhaps in the past having worked in you know startups uh, handling large teams in both snapdeal and licious all three of us only you know pitched one thing uh, we have worked with you know more than a thousand people uh, you know directly or indirectly in the last 5 years or 7 years or so uh what we are very confident of is that uh, you know you go and speak to any one of those uh, people uh, you will uh, in all probability hear good about us uh, you in all probability uh, we are people who who learn from other people as well as uh, try to make them succeed as well mm-hmm. uh you know a founder is is limited by his team uh, his or her team uh, so when you know if you we don't enable them you know or uh, we don't manage them uh, scaling up you know the the it becomes a constraint to the you know organization itself that was our promise uh, you know uh, we also uh, had at least the credentials to show that we had built companies uh, from early stages to you know relatively very large companies managed large amount of teams uh, also uh seen the investor side of things uh, so yeah it was a as a package the three of us brought a lot of skills together uh, which we were able to uh, you know convince uh, after all uh, you know the first few people are only you know the ones who share your dream and if you can explain your dream very well uh, and believe that they are culturally fit to share and live that dream in with you believe in you uh not worry about the outcome but worry about the input uh, at the beginning uh, i think things will fall into place and that's how we uh, you know approached uh, everybody that we met uh, luckily with all these variables and you know our past in the mind uh, we found a very good team and we found it quickly as well what would you say are some of the top lessons that you have learned during your entrepreneurial journey that we can take away and probably apply to our ventures as well the first thing is never say never uh, never you know uh, have a notion ki i you know as an organization as a person as a manager as a friend as a colleague i will not do this uh in this situation what you might not do is right but situations keep changing uh, so you need to adapt very quickly i think the faster you adapt the faster uh, is the you know success of any of these relationships whether it is a peer a manager a team person uh, you know a partner or you know as a company as a whole mm-hmm. uh second learning we've we've at least found you know very very successful at our place which i have mentioned earlier as well is never stop experimenting if you're not doing you know at least three experiments in a day that day you have learned lesser than another day so you know keep doing that every day uh, you will even if it fails you know lot more than what you did yesterday uh, so i think that remains to be a very very important thing uh, and in third would be when you build any organization you know typically people build it for you know first the investors then the customers and then the people uh, you know with investors being the stakeholder uh, shareholders uh we always have believed that if you take care of the people uh, the people will build something which will take care of the customers 
uh, which will make the customers happy. If the customers are happy, the business will flourish and there is no business which flourishes in which the stakeholders or the shareholders aren't happy. Uh, so instead of looking at it from this way, if you just manage and motivate and inspire your team every day, I think everything else becomes a lot easier. Correct. And uh, here is my final question. Tell us what is entrepreneurship as per you? How would you define the term entrepreneur or uh, who is an entrepreneur as per you? Or what is the skill sets that make an entrepreneur? Entrepreneurs are not any different. They are the same flesh and blood. Uh, the only thing is entrepreneurship is a little bit, uh, you know, lonely as compared to, you know, working in an organization. Why you say lonely? Because everything stops at you you know there is there is no problem in which you could say okay this if i don't take care of somebody else will uh but everything at the organization as a set of founders culminates at you so yeah at times it makes you uh, you know a little far away and makes you a little lonely uh, at times that's why it is very important to have a set of founders uh with whom you can very openly discuss, share when the, you know, the chips are down, you're able to, you know, speak to them and are able to come up because it might happen with one of the founders or with all of them together. But as a group, there needs to be a lot of, you know, motivation and, you know, egging up of each other. Uh, so that remains as 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 one, uh, you know, very important uh, thing that I believe uh, uh, is, is, uh, uh, or, you know, is instrumental in the success of, of an organization. Got Well, uh, I think on this note, we will close the session. Thanks for your uh, time, Vinit. And it was a pleasure to have you on our platform. Thank you, Priya. Thank you. It was uh, lovely, you know, living through the entire journey. It was almost like deja vu, uh, you know, living through the last two years through this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.